Welcome to the Down the Pub podcast. This is the second part of the round table we did at the Celtic Corner with the Rowdy Wanderers fans. In this part we talk about possible expansion teams for the league and the value for money of this year's season's ticket. Jess also brings up the very important issue of the lack of women's sizing and Wanderers jerseys and clothing at the store. This is something that needs to be addressed as the club shouldn't be alienating such a big section of fans. You can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. You can head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now on with the show. specific places they're looking at and so I would translate that as Langley Fraser Valley Saskatoon Quebec and the most likely I would say at this point in Ontario is probably Kitchener Waterloo and that's because the University Stadium in that case is actually quite accessible so I have a friend from Kitchener Waterloo and I brought that up to him. He's like, do you ever think they're going to get a team? And he's like, it's full of Germans and they have the university there. What do you think? Full <laughs> <laughs> of Germans. Right? So there's definitely, you know. The, Someone's interested for sure. <laughs> so I think. Right? So I think definitely there's an impact there too. You have to look at some of the demographics that are involved, right? So if you have a lot of Europeans or, you know, nations that play football, I think it's going to do much better than if it's filled with people who don't really watch football and stuff like that. Um, but in terms of expansion, I mean, like, even if you look at, at Quebec itself, you have Montréal, you have Quebec City, you have Gatineau, you know, there's a bunch of areas there that can do it. And then you can have a Gatineau-Ottawa rivalry. Like, how sick would that be, right? So Plus they have one of the best provincial leagues already in, in North America. Yeah. The like, whole River can, Derby. You can look yeah. at, like, like some, of the, some of the leagues in the States, like the, the New York League, or, like, they, they've got, like, state-run leagues, too, that are, like, Pro and wow. the league in Quebec, they go down to Ohio, Michigan, New so, York. They so need to have a franchise in Quebec. It's possible. There's surprise. There's there's enough grassroots interest at least that the league is is good quality. Um, I've been to a Blandville game. I went to a Blandville game a few years ago, and when I saw that they were in the Canadian Championship this year, I was like, oh wow! I went to a game. I went to see those guys play a couple years ago, but they play at a stadium. That's like the mainland. Put 500 to 1,000 people around the field almost every single game. Wow. Quebec, for me, um, to answer the question, is definitely my number one. I'd throw a team somewhere in and around Quebec City. Yeah. Montreal might be too big because one of the big issues with York 9 right now. Um, I, I don't think, understand that front. Well, Duran Lee actually gave me a good insight because he was playing for Vaughn kind of when York 9 started. What their biggest issue was is that they didn't have... Who said? Who mentioned that earlier about York 9 kind of being... Oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah. Um, 
Denton was talking about how York 9 was supposed to focus on the, the, the outer limits of the city of Toronto, if you will. But those guys will wait an extra day and travel 20 minutes to go to a TFC game. Yeah. Um, if there's a TFC game at 7, nobody's going to go to the York 9 game so at just, 6. If there's, there's a TFC game on Saturday, no one's going on Friday. Unless you're a privateer and then you go to the uh, York 9 game, catch the tube into Toronto <laughs> to watch the they, TFC well, game. We were just talking about um, one of the best moments of the season earlier, and one of the ones I was going to say in my head was the day where the Mooseheads played on the Memorial Cup, the same day we played. Worst um, we, we, I know it was, but... I, I liked how the league uh, kind of they changed the game time yeah. and everything, and even though they even dropped the puck ten minutes later, I think yeah. for yeah. a, a nationally televised hockey game, yeah. like I was like, "Whoa, this is cool." Somebody was talking to somebody to make this work. So to see that happen in Quebec, I think would or to see it happen, I think it would happen in Quebec more so than it would happen with the York Nine franchise, yeah. because I think Montreal as a whole are starving for mm. success. Um, the Alouettes suck now, the Habs suck now. They would love well, I to never have... thought I would hear Chris Searle ever utter the words, the Habs suck. Habs really Can suck. we just go back to that for a second? They really suck right now. If we're signing a 36-year-old Elia Kovalchuk to a minimum salary, the whole broadcast is just going to be done. Although, that's going to be a great song. But the Chris Searle podcast. I think that's I think there's 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 more of a there's more of a hunger for it in Quebec in Montreal as opposed to in Ontario Toronto because I mean even the even the league in Ontario League One is is incredible like they've got all kinds of fantastic franchises they've had their troubles in the past so with Canada yeah let's bring back the Nordiques but we'll change the sport <laughs> yeah I like that oh, awesome. but I think that they have there's there's it's kind of like here we don't have a professional I mean we've got um, the basketball team uh, and we only just got the lacrosse team shout out to the Hurricanes I love the Hurricanes they don't get an awful they don't they don't they got a lot of local guys on the team this year so go out go out go out go out change the club we don't. Had, we never we don't have that. People love the mooseheads, but not a lot. Not everybody loves the mooseheads. So, but I was gonna say with the mooseheads. But it's, with the mooseheads, though, it's funny because when the mooseheads do bad, the attendance drops. Look at the Wanderers this year; yeah. the attendance didn't drop. But but the, I agree. Was that a first year? It could have been a first year high. It, it, and that's where next year's potential. If we do kind of start the season off slow. Are we gonna still have the five, six thousand plus fans? I, I, I honestly think, like, I, I, I was actually thinking that myself. I was actually thinking that myself. Like, you know, what would happen if this season went the same as last season? But I, I think there's enough, like, people that just go just for the atmosphere. Foundation. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, like. I also feel we're still growing. Yeah, like so, you, some people might drop off, but maybe not as yeah, many people that will happen yeah. to one game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like, every game I went to, there's so many people that just like. It was the best game. Yeah, you made a really good point. Uh, I couldn't tell you the amount of people that like I offered to go with me last year, or you want to go to the game? I got two tickets. You want to go to the game? You want to go to the game? And they didn't go, but regret because oh, another one of my friends go. I'd say it's awesome, right? Oh man, yeah. you guys should work with Chris. It was amazing. And following me in August and September, yo, Chris got it. No, <laughs> the people who went with me in June and July got them tickets. So, uh, yeah, so I got, no, you're, no, the other point I was going to make with the, the difference between like 
Wanderers versus Mooseheads too. Like there's a lot of cycle with those players. Like right now the Mooseheads are doing great this year, and you know they sell off their best players. Not sell off, but they trade them. Yeah. And it's it's been that continuous cycle year over year. Even when they got McKinnon from Baltimore when they won the Memorial Cup, it was the same thing that they traded from the players too. Here in this league, um, there's still a lot of time. Like it's only year one. We can with Stephen Hurt. I think his window is more of a three to five year thing. I don't think they'll after this year they'll just get rid of him because he's still trying to recruit and get players. I think there's a whole lot more leans towards him. No, nobody said we're trying to get rid of him. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 but some, some people But I'm saying, like, don't hit the panic button in year one. And Justice, Justice right in relation to what he said, some people did. Some people already did. What? Like, back in June or July, yeah. it popped up on the fan group on Facebook. People were already tweeting heart out. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm Sit not down. Kind of like some people tweeting at Pretend like I wasn't one of those people. <laughs> I didn't want to throw a person under the bus, but I knew I, I, I felt like... Did you set up both? Was accounts and Sarah. Oh, no, that's not me. I swear. Second, I, need to, I need to throw the first in reverse again. This was the, like you. You were the one who really brought me back to He's reality. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> well, the uh, podcast people listening don't see. True. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it. So it's like radio. I was kind of see what you're doing. So <laughs> just heads up. I've seen so many so of my team. teams that I've supported over the years like change their coach and cultures instantly change. There's instant success. Um, Hashtag boys. The, the coin flip. <laughs> and, and I felt like we had such a skilled team last year. When you break down head to head, position to position, matchup to matchup, we were talent wise third or fourth last year. Yeah. And you could even argue that we were technically better than Forge. Forge just performed way better. So I felt like the issue was strictly coaching. Of course, as the months went by, came the reality that it was a little bit of everybody on all have, ends. It was a very short window of yeah. the season, too, which didn't help. Yeah. Yeah. I think that hopefully this year, that's going to be a lot better. I think that it's going to gel a lot more, and which is why I hope that they... No, I sort of made the quip last year to a few friends, like, there's no relegation in this league, right? So, yeah, exactly. You know, we, we, uh, as yeah. things went on and we saw where things were going with probably how we placed seventh or sixth or fifth or whatever, it didn't really matter that much to me. I was enjoying the games. Again, he said things were, you know, good performances at home, I could, uh, even though there were draws and wins. But, you know, I think the fans really stayed with the club. And um, that's it. I'm expecting better things this year. But this will go, right? You look yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. I, 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 that's the thing. I honestly don't think that people are going to, like, not go. Everybody's yeah. sitting around the tables as, as a season ticket holder, yeah? I think we all are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know about the other three. No, I don't know. Yeah. So I spent one every can. So that was actually my next topic of conversation is um, obviously like obviously last year like uh, that it was a great offer it was like you got a jersey and you get a ticket so this year you haven't done that you got to get one soccer one soccer, 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 soccer yeah. so do you guys know what the uptake has been for memberships and do you think that um, I heard good rumors do you think it's good value for money ooh there's yeah, rumors uh, I mean I heard the per game ticket price at the season ticket level definitely worth the money yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There really is no question. There. Yeah, it's a little tricky to judge just what a good deal for one soccer. Like if the if the away games are at all important to you, then obviously being able to see all of them for free is awesome. a compelling thing. Yeah. Um, but I would also say that uh, you can expect one soccer as a service 
to improve and to pick up more properties, which they just did the other day. Yeah, you know, they, got the, they got the next two gold cups, which is amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, uh, and, you know, who knows what other leagues will uh, show up there. Um, I kind of feel like being in Canada is kind of falling apart right now, so uh, who knows, um, you know, what wine soccer might pick up. Um, you know, their parent company holds uh, league rights starting next year, so, you know. So are they, um, what do they have right now? They got China, China Super League, uh, uh, seven teams from uh, Liga MX. Yeah. Uh, in Spanish League, I saw. That's right. Um, uh, all of the Team Canada matches, uh, both teams Canada. Oh, and the uh, CONCACAF Nations League. Oh, yeah, good call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, CONCACAF League, and sorry. I don't know where CONCACAF Nations League is going to be this year. Actually. Oh, I see. I haven't seen anything about that. Last year, this year, like in 2019, it was TSM, right? I think I saw on one soccer that they've got the CONCACAF Women's League this year, too, though. Yeah, oh, there it is. So, um, who, who owns them? Like, the, like the media pro. Media pro. Yeah, pro yeah. Well, they have exclusive license EPL, or can we show yes. up or? Well, they, I mean, they, they, they're in a position to sub-license because they own all of the rights. Okay. So yeah, going back to value for money, you guys. Oh yeah, well, Pacific, they're still offering the kit. Yeah, from what I've been reading on so stuff. So I heard a rumor. This was a while back that. The way it was going to, sh- I mean, you're closer to Derek than I am, what you said. But I heard that you were going to get, you know, the one soccer and blah, blah, blah. And based off the sales, and, you know, something else might be offered later on. And I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't know if that was just people, you know, sparking debate because they weren't happy with the one soccer subscription for free. If you're a fan, you get the fucking tickets. Yeah, I kind of feel like if, if I just like were on, right? Like, yeah, I, 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 if I put on my marketing hat for a second, like doing the jersey thing, season one was the best possible. Oh, hundred right. right. It just yeah. blew up. Out there, it just blew up visibility around town, right? Yeah. Okay, we have that now. So how do you st- like? I, I think I feel like a good goal for this year is just try to get the fans following the team more closely with their away matches right. and stuff. And what, one soccer is exactly the way to do that. Right? On that subject, though, with the whole jersey in the first year and everything that went great for all of you who are sitting around the table who are men (laughs) (laughs) that's the truth so as the female voice around the table today I'll tell everybody right here right now I did not get the value of my 1999 jersey because they didn't have women's sizes to this day in the store they still only have women jerseys and extra large I rock a youth large jersey to the matches Wow. Because yes, I'm tiny, but two, the Wanderer store is just not doing enough for women. That's and huge. I say that as a girl who strapped on boots at age five and has been dreaming about a professional team since then. I want to jump on board, but like I really feel like the merchandise is letting us women down a lot. Yeah, no, I think I that's think really important. I do, I, do, I do think it's a league-wide yeah. thing. I don't think yeah. specifically yeah. 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 it's a manufacturer-based yeah. 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 as opposed to the But especially here in Canada, here in Canada, soccer has always been more popular with women than the men. Because Absolutely. No offense to the Canadian men's That's team, the Canadian women's team actually puts up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they do a lot better. 
actually come out a little bit more for the female fans here in Canada yeah. than they do. I understand why there's more men jerseys in I England. Think... I get it. I see the specs of the people sitting around. But at the Wanderers Grand Day, even looking in the kitchen, it's like 50-50 over there. Yeah. They need to do better for us. But a lot of it has to do with Macron, though. Like, we can blame Macron for the jerseys, yes, but, but what about they need the other t-shirts and the yeah. stuff for sizing? The other like, thing I find, too, though, is if you, like, if you have... Because right now they have East Coast Lifestyle t-shirts. Yeah, what's up, sure. Alex? Help us out. So, like, there definitely needs to be a lot of... I, I agree with you in that respect, but I think, to a lot of it... Not a lot of it, but I think if you had t- companies bidding to make team jerseys, and then, you know, you, so, like, let's say you have Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, Macron, and all them going to the different teams being like, okay, we're going to make a jersey for you guys. Is, yeah, the first blah, year. Blah, blah, blah. So well, here's the thing. Yeah, when we all signed up... Right. Yeah. The first year, I think they were focusing on not having the teams worry about things like kit manufacturers yeah. and stuff like right. that. And Macron, when they were when they were signed as the kit sponsor for the CPL, when they were signed on as the kit sponsor for the CPL, they were kind of like that B-level... Um, what Umbro ended up becoming, we can't get Nike or Adidas, so we'll get Macron. And then all of a sudden, FIFA said, do you guys want to make our ref jerseys? Watch every match you watch right now. Yeah. They're all Macron. Yeah. Every single referee around the world right now is wearing Macron. So, so not, to, not to downgrade what you're saying, it's a legitimate but they have a horrible issue with manufacturing. The thing is, is when we fill out for the membership, yes. before the season they even know started, they ask you for your jersey size. That, There's yeah. no excuse that, that they yeah. didn't have the jersey size for those of us who joined the big competition. Membership. And I think a good way to do that is great competition. Which, and I'm sorry I'm raging a little is, bit about this. Which is like, it's literally you know. only affecting women and it's a little sexist. If you like the club picking manufacturer. Right? So the club picks the manufacturer. Okay. Our last manufacturer did not have women's sizes in stock. We need you to do that. Oh, Guess what? You guys aren't doing it. You have uh, the Liverpool versus New Balance well, I, I issue, think, I, I like, think and then next year, Nike issue, yeah. right? And then yeah, yeah. you know you can start creating those markets so that your female sizes are properly stocked yeah. in jerseys, sweaters, t-shirts, whatever it and is. And it brings so much more money into the. And then it brings like for the, in more for money. For the stuff right. later on, I get it, manufacturers. But for those of us who filled out, told them exactly what yeah. size we needed, no excuse. That's yeah. on the club. We still have Simon, who still doesn't have his Wanderers jersey. Like that's, yeah. that's Right? That's, because that's they don't have his size, right? So, and he brought up new concern, new jerseys, which well, is why he I brought think up that a concern. Offering the new jerseys for year two because they don't want to deal with that again. And money yeah, loss. Think, think of the money loss. Yeah, like, so you're offering a free one hundred and twenty dollar value to to people. So like, all of a sudden, you you got to pay that out of pocket, right? So, well, that, that's what that's said, like I was saying to the fellow from Pacific, if they actually offered an option. Do you want one soccer? Do you want a jersey? Do you want neither? Right. They could have found a way to skew down ticket prices to a point where they were actually still making profit for a dollar. If you want the jersey, you're not going to actually get your dollar amount shaped well. But jersey you want soccer, for example, you do. Jersey sales are a huge part of our problems. Big time. You sell 10 jerseys. You sell 10 jerseys. But I don't think the money goes to the You pay for a really good player's legal sell. Oh. That's more or less what it was broken down. Can you confirm if jersey sales? 
sales if the money goes back to the club or does it go to the league? That's why I had number one all along that the reason why this stuff was done league level is because Brandon. well, not even necessarily. I mean, it's good strategy to be coordinated by your marketing league wide, yes, but also just being a big enough player to get better deals. Yeah, and so like, and it's don't don't assume that Nike and Adidas weren't in the picture because everyone I mean, Nike and Nike every, everyone yeah. was interested in getting the CPL business because put it, yeah. with, with standing up a whole national league at once. It was a big enough player to be a, a chunk of change. Never thought of it like that. But, but Matt Macron came in with the best deal. Even Nike had issues with yeah. staffing or, or supplying uh, soccer balls. Yes. Oh, big time, right? They, so, they were supposed to have them in for stores. sale in stores, and they didn't. And they didn't. I ended up getting one you from took Ontario, and I ended up getting my uncle to send it down for my son. Yeah. And, and I mean, he's not even going to play with it. That's going to be mounted on his wall forever because I mean, the first football from the Canadian Premier League. But you should get a slide play. That's not a bad idea, actually. Well, that's the thing. I got, I got this all covered by the players, but like the start of next year, I'm getting the back signed by all the fans. Question for Chris. So this, this, I guess it has more to relate to your mom and stuff. But how did that whole let's have players over for dinner? start like who, who initiated that yeah uh, how did you guys you know do the meal prep is so is it east coast thing right it's, it's a kitchen party it's a kitchen. Be so happy to hear this so how so who like did you guys do the research in terms of like nutrition allergies and all that with the players like how did all this come about because we you and i have had this discussion yeah. in private so i just wanted to make it more um about. first things first um mom's favorite player was zoom we all know what happened with zoom and everything else but one thing about him was he was really personable, yeah. nice guy, great character. And the first game of the season, uh, they were warming up. Mom wasn't actually in section 104 for the first game. She was pitch side. He saw mom. Mom was probably thought he was a little handsome. I don't know what the whole. <laughs> um, he's not a little handsome. Mama yeah. yeah. Searle got called out. I yeah, just want to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you're a good looking guy, Zoom. You're a good looking guy. But no, she she instantly recognized her favorite player because Zoom reminded her of my brother so much. Okay. My brother was a fullback, liked to get forward, both feet, edgy, a lot of conversation on the field. You can see that with Zoom a lot. So my mom really connected with them. The beauty of social media is after the game's over, you can literally just go message your favorite player. So she's good. And depending on how susceptible they are, they'll reply to you. And with Zoom, it was, I could hear you cheering every time I did something. I could hear you yelling at the other team. So did she slide into his DMs or he slid into hers? <laughs> she slid into his, for sure, for sure. So beyond that, it was just after games. But one of the things that me, my mom, and my brother used to do was we would go to Niche. We would go to Niche. We would go to Freeman's. We'd go to Boston Pizza. We'd go to any restaurant, really. Your mom was a big fan of Antoho's. Oh, that's the name of it. Yeah. Antoho's. Shout out to Antoho's. Tacos? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all the places before the match, too. That, too. Yeah, yeah. every place before the match. Every place. You know what? Since we're shouting out people, can we also just shout out Mrs. Firth for a quick second? Oh, yeah. She's yeah. Mom at the pub before the game. Shout out everything out, out, out like before this. Out. We're going to restart. Yeah. But yeah. start it now. <laughs> Say it again. Hop, suck, and then you're Scotty Firth's parents are literally the greatest people they were relatable they they reminded me of my parents so much when I was his age playing tier one Nova Scotia soccer league like I was nowhere near the level that their son's playing at 
they were never like, oh, our sons made it big. They're just like, yeah, just having a great day. Yeah. They sat down at the bar with me. So I went to a match one day without the face paint and all that stuff on. And she sat down and she just looked at me and she's like, how's it going, Blue Face? I'm like, you're the only person to actually recognize me right off the bat. Like, <laughs> that is awesome. She, both of them, both yeah. of them, but, but Scotty's mom specifically is, she, she represents soccer moms in Nova Scotia so well. Yes. Um, and I can't even say enough how much we appreciate how much they support their son um, and how much they love how much we support their son and all the boys because they absolutely love us all it's and that's what's all it's about, beautiful right? it's beautiful like we feel like we're a part of their family they feel like we're a part of their family like it's um, so Blake got a great idea before we start just to wrap things up uh, expectations for 2020 Mike since uh, you started the topic off you can start off and go work way around the table Jacob Schaffelberg loan. That's all I'm saying. Chris <laughs> 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 would be a wonderful July loan. We'll, we'll start a GoFundMe account just for that. Bring so on, we can just throw all the money at More of the same from us. And, and I think that even if things are kind of similar to last season, we know how much we mean to the players now. So we have to literally like kick that up even an extra notch. I think we're probably going to be one of the three best teams in the league. I, if I'm going to make a wild prediction, I think Pacific's going to win next year. Ooh. Oh wow! Yeah. I think those I think those young guys clipped really well last year as the season went, and they only need one or two real solid veterans I think to come in because they've got a bunch of teenagers and guys that are in their early twenties who are going to be veterans to this league compared to some of the guys that we're signing who are in their mid-20s or other teams even. So if I'm going to put some ducats down on anybody, it's Pacific. Do you think Oxford's going to take out Campbell again? That was also an amazing moment. Um, once you go to your... Uh, so, um... The Canadian Championship, would it be Montreal Impact in the final? Yes. In, in the second round. Alright, so, so make some noise. At least a draw, I guess. Oh, yes. Terry on Ringer Bojan in Halifax. Right? <laughs> 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 hey, everybody. Terry on Ringer. Does Sammy still play the Sammy still play Oh, yeah, he was. I think he's. He might come back because that happened last year. He didn't. He wasn't available, and then they signed him up. So it might happen again. James, what's got any of your expectations? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say we're gonna score at least twice as many goals this year. Thank <laughs> you. At least twice. And listen, so I, I, I have some math to support that. I'm just gonna okay. just, just, just add it well. Do not count Do not count him out. Yeah, like as I see it. People keep forgetting that Akeem is quite young. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So we are nowhere near his ceiling yet. And he showed us a lot last season. So we're talking Akeem. We've added Regi in the attack. We're going to add another striker. We're going to add another attacking mid. I feel like going in the right direction when it comes to solving the problem with uh, putting it in the net. So. We signed a guy who scored over 100 goals. Yeah, Ebro. Right? Yeah, Ebro. Like, so, like, I know it's, Mike just said. once again, the, the college level versus CPL level, whatever. But, I mean, there's a guy who knows, as you said, who knows how to put the ball in the back of the net, right? Once again, you've, you've, you've mentioned Akeem and, and Rigi, and you have Sano, and then you have Ebra. We have Sissoko and Krem. So, there's definitely some depth that have been added. We have Corey 
events as well. So like, you know, there's depth. The, the, the team is getting more and more in depth, and that's exactly what we want to see. So I think, you know, that's a solid fucking prediction. That's a very good point about G2. A lot of people forget because, I mean, Elton was older, Jan was older, Ramps even in his mid-20s. G's only 22, 23. Like, he's still a kid. He played that whole year out of position, basically. Like, he's, he's a winner. He's not a striker, and he played that position pretty damn good. Mm. So better than those who were strikers. He could be next year's Tristan Borges, for example, who yeah. can play any of the front positions. Yep, calmly distribute runs. Will you Distribute. stop jinxing us? Just headbutting. So, so like, uh, I honestly think that we mentioned it earlier. We might see an Oxner call up. I predict it. I think he's just listening to it that uh, John Michael was talking about him and like how he's he's still young and he's still taking all this because you saw it through the whole season how he went from being a good goalkeeper to like some of the saves he's pulling out his distribution was way better uh, of maybe all of the players like he's going to be the one that might actually get the call up even if it's on the bench who cares um, so yeah I think that we might see a wanderer in the Canadian men's team which would be incredible and I also predict that after this podcast if anybody from the Wanderers organization listens you might see women's sizes and stuff so <laughs> <laughs> Edit my rant. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll have to send Derek the link on Twitter so he has yeah. no choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've got eight of us here now. Yeah, so exactly. We all got family members. Exactly. Mr. Watson? Uh, so, some of the rounds are like um, just a good cup run. Like, it'd be nice, a big giant killing upset would be uh, amazing. Just great for the team. Like, and, but yeah, just a, a good, healthy season is. So, so just for the um, sorry, the membership. Does that get you the CPL or the championship games as well, or so is it first first, 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 first game, game again, right? And then right of refusal after that. Yeah, yeah. so same as yeah. last That's year. That's huge because if, if they, as I said, if they get the cup run and they play the impact, like oh, the membership is going to get you in to see it because everybody's going to want to go. Well, see I, it. I, I'm extremely curious if they're going to expand the attendance. Yeah, that would be interesting. Time, yeah. Yeah. I think they will. Like, yeah. they have to. They almost yeah, have no choice. Yeah, they almost have no choice. Yeah. So you don't think they'd bring in a whole other stand and get rid of that They could get like a little layer of containers, I guess. That's what I'm thinking. They can break off from Derek's talk with the From Away's podcast. There's a few hundred more that look at that. Just sort of gradual, sort of reasonable increase. That's right. Like I do, kind of like set of risers, like in front of the kitchen. Because they were saying last year, yeah, they they, 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 would have been almost eight thousand. Yeah, I I just don't. They don't want to go crazy and end up with empty seats. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. They don't want to go crazy and uh, like lots of empty seats and stuff. Um, don't ever advertise another podcast on my podcast. How dare you? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. I, would, I would never mention the young gaffers on this podcast. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> so, I'm joking. Those guys are awesome. So. Your predictions again was a, 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 a good cup run, a good giant killing would be nice. Yep. Beat Thierry Henry. Thierry in tears. Okay, a lot of people have already uh, echoed uh, predictions I might have made, so I'm going to go with a safe one and say that one soccer is going to see a lot of brightly dressed uh, Wanderers fans at away games next year. I'm going to get Jesse over, so I got to ask my question. 
Well, on Denton's thought there, I've got an idea in the works for, for a blue pixie this year. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so we're working on that. We're working on yeah. that. And that's um, one thing I love about the fans. Like, there's, like, yes, it's kind of nautical, but everybody just chooses whatever direction they want to go, and they run with it, and it's great. I'm going yeah. to do that. I can't wait. He's already got the great beard for it. Can we get him a blue Santa suit? We'll get him a blue Santa suit. Ooh, that'd be hot, but that's a good idea. Just your prediction. For me, for me, for next year, one of the predictions that like I'm looking forward to, but we haven't talked at all about. I haven't seen any rumors anywhere. I want to see who our number two keeper is going to be. Uh, oh, I wish I knew. Like my second favorite player in the league, who is not a wanderer, happens to be Carducci. <laughs> and while Carducci has been called up to the men's team, I don't think. Oxner's ever going to get there. Ooh. I love Oxner, don't get me wrong. I was this close to putting his number on my jersey before I found out he had a girlfriend and then I started getting weird about him. He's our Jordan Pickford. But honestly, like, I think Christian Oxner is fantastic and one day he will be the number one keeper for the Canadian men's team. I just don't think it's happening in 2020. Okay. Because so, Carducci is there. I, I love the fact that you like picked on me for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll just stop the podcast. I'm never going to do it again. Yeah, she makes a good point, though. That backup keeper Position. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got a prediction for the backup keeper. Andre Murphy. Yes. Maybe third string. Maybe third string. No. But if we won the lottery, if the Wanderers won the lottery, I would like to see us pitch to Hay. We'll bring him in on loan for yeah, a week. For sure. Yeah. No, the, the Oxner represents what we have here in Nova Scotia. A plenty is great goalkeepers. Yeah. And one guy I played against growing up was a fella named Ben Hur. Mm-hmm. Um, he played for Dumb. Yeah, Ben Hur. He played for Dumbrack, and I think he went to the national. Training camp. If I'm not, I I scored a goal against him, and that was that's all that matters. It's literally the greatest accomplishment of my life. But <laughs> he's uh he's an incredible goalie, very vocal, very confident. He's probably the generation of goalies above Christian, like the 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 guys that Christian would have looked up to when he was young in his early when he was like 10, 11, 12 years old. Is when Ben was more or less one of the bigger goalies in the city so I'd like to see them actually keep the backup position local as well I think it would go a long way um, for Christian's development as well because that kind of makes him the mentor like Jan was for him last year and on the other end too we were talking about what we would like to see with recruitment he's almost our captain I know this sounds crazy to say, but when you look at the the scope of the second half of last year, after Peter was gone, Jan was gone because he was not playing because Austin was playing. Um, Elton was hurt or away with his family. We never really had a leader, and Christian really stepped up to that platform. Corners, free kicks, you could hear him more than you could hear any other player on the field. It's kind of the leadership that the Canadian men's national team is. And you know what? I think he will get there one day. I just don't think it's going to happen in 2020. Because, like, Howie, my dad, who I'm always at the grounds with, he he grew up and he was one of Chris's coach. Yeah. He was the he was the goaltender coach for the very good goal. And and him and Shrek did great things yeah. together. Yeah. But and and one thing that Dad always says is that while Jan Michael has the resume that backed up last year, Christian sees the new age of the game and he can read the game really well and he calls the game really well. So one day he will become the main keeper for the Canadian men's team, guaranteed. 
but I don't think it's happening in 2020. That's a just guarantee right there. Guarantee! Yeah. Put money on it! Uh, for me, um, Chris was talking about captains. I think Alex DeCarellis is, is captain yeah. material for yeah. Wanderers. Yeah. I, I think as the season think, went yeah. on last year, I think he was there. I think yeah, leadership is like, a big thing of why they yeah, kept yeah. him, I think. I think yeah. Rampersand would offer a second. Like yeah. if uh, DeCarellis Gramps... You like saw he, that yeah. on Reddit too, I think, didn't you? Yeah. That guy yeah. got... Yeah, because so. they were going on about how we were missing Elton's leadership. Ramp has the last couple of weeks of the season when really kind of stepped, stepped up. up. So that's what you want, though. So, like, yeah, actually, yeah. A good uh, so Mark, Alex is captain. My prediction: Mike Campbell is going to have a CD at the Wanderers store. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds of the grounds. Holy shit! Yo, Mark, Terry, and I'm back up for us. Yeah, no. So second. So so I think I think. I just I just a question about his his uh, I guess his, his stardom there with the, the the Wanderers there. How did they approach you with that song for Jan, and how did it go about it? Did you write it first and they picked it up? No, no, it was like I think Thursday, Dave Finlayson, who works with the club, contacted me. Said, "Get in touch with Gareth, um, Hampshire." And so Friday, I talked to Gareth, and he said, hey, "Would you like to do a song for uh, Jan Michael Williams?" Coming back is that's fucking awesome. So uh, he knew about coach. him coming back before we all did. Um, yeah, so I knew, and he said, "By the way, I need it by Monday." So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for me, I, it was it was weird because I, I I hadn't really touched a guitar in the last ten years. Maybe I've been focusing on the fiddle the last number of years, and that's. Like, reg- regular me would have said no way, but Wanderers me said yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Michael. It was literally stuck in my head. Like Santa Claus coming to town, no one stuck in my head like that. You were definitely coming to town. You were caroling that over Christmas. Yeah. Right? I was. Yeah. Like, every once in a while. <laughs> you know, it's, it's called Alice to Carol. Work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I just want to. Back things up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, coming out. I really appreciate it. I was thinking that maybe we could do another one just before the season. Starts. I was thinking the same thing. Yes, yeah, um, and then maybe just do another one during the season at some stage. Uh, we can get an update on women's sizes by then. Yes, <laughs> I hope so. Like, yeah. Honestly, that, like, that, that's a huge issue. Yeah, like, it, it is. It is. It's it's absolutely. Well, it's well. It's also well. It's also cutting out fifty percent of your fan base. Right? Yeah, or more. Yeah. Or more. As you said, like the jerseys, especially when it comes to the kids. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? The, the jerseys we can kind of get t-shirts and stuff like that should be better. So not yeah, everybody so, can name every member on the Canadian men's team, but every single Canadian knows who Sinclair is. Yeah, so, just saying. So right now we're going to start a campaign. It's going to be hashtag women's sizes, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll start right now. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So um, thank you so much, everybody. Everybody's input has been amazing, and uh, it's great to hang out and just talk like. I love that nobody knows that there's a computer and two shitty mics in front of Football. Everybody just like was natural and yeah, thanks to Bill. We appreciate it. Yeah. Bring me sunshine in your smile. Bring me laughter all the while. In this world where we live. There should be more happiness So much joy you can give To each brand new bright tomorrow Make me happy Through the 
You've been listening to the Down the Pub podcast. I want to thank once again all my guests who joined us for the round table. Listening to everyone's passion for the Wanderers makes you know the club has a big future in the city. You can join our campaign for women's sizing by letting the Wanderers front office know how you feel. We really do think this is where the club can step up a little bit. You can use the hashtag women's sizes please to let them know how you feel. Thank you everyone for listening as always. It's really, really appreciated. Until next time, cheers.